Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now we started. I like it when you have all your pedals on and that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Brad texted me uh, yesterday and said, "Put a load of pedals together and make a load of noise." So um, it turns out the pedals break really easy, and loads of them are broken. So, uh, boss, electro harmonics, um, earthquake devices. Any of you brilliant pedal makers want to uh, send me some pedals uh, to replace the ones? That are broken. I'd be more nappy. Send uh, offend. Send us offender. We've got to record that. Send us offender. Yeah, yeah, we're going to record that. What's happening, Podcast Land World? What's happening? What's up, Boston America? Hello, America. Right. Wearing a cap for you. Uh, yeah, week, yeah. Jim. Oh, and it, uh, it's the 4th of July. It is. It's the 4th of July today, so happy 4th of July to our American listeners. Turns out we um, spoke to Todd Crupper, who is the legend that we communicate with at here in Boston, uh, and uh, he's a total dude. Um, and it, he said that we are, we've got um, hundreds and hundreds of listen, uh, uh, viewers, which is pretty amazing in itself, um, and we are in 27 different countries. Yeah, 27 different countries. So with the podcast, I think we're in like four. Big up the Israeli massive. No, we're in loads. Um, with the podcast, we're in about, it's about, well, it's all of the countries. Um, but where we're actually getting listens, it's about like 70 countries. Oh, is it? Yeah, crazy amounts. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've, I forgot to show you the thing. Maybe we'll look at it later. But yeah, uh, Israel. The Israeli Massive. Big up. Hello, Israel. Big up yourself. Um, Canada or Canada. Canada. Um, America needs to up this game a little bit, but I'm guessing they're all watching on the Here Boston app. Yeah, uh, quite a few people watching on Here Boston. Quite a few people are, uh, are listed as it happens. Um, we have uh, It's been going up and up and up and up and up. Um, our so, total listens are into the good few thousand now, so we're amazing. pretty blown away. It is awesome. Uh, yeah, we uh, we might have hit a milestone today, actually. Oh yeah, you yeah, might. Yeah, another mile, yeah, milestone. So we are in excess of a thousand. Mm. 
a few thousand. Yes. Uh, I've got the names of some of them listeners right here. Oh, go for it. Shout outs. Uh, Big up. Dan Brooks. Uh, Trap Man and his missus. Big up, Trap Man. Happy birthday for the other oh, day. Yeah, this is going to be like then. loads after, but happy birthday. Yeah. You're a diamond. Uh, Jackie Matthews. Jackie Matthews used to work versus proper, proper lovely person. Ah. Yeah, she's really nice. Yeah, she comments a lot on our stuff. Yeah, right? she's been really supportive. Um, Audio UK. Oh, yeah. Chris uh, and Arena, total superstars. Um, our T-shirts are now out. Uh, well, they've been out for ages now because you'll be getting this quite late. But, um, yeah, Brad's got one on now. I've got one on now. Um, They're sick, fam. Yeah, they can't... Um, it is, uh, the guys from Audio UK have got another company, Legally Assertive, where I've been selling some of my artwork, and they did the t-shirts for us. So, um, yeah, they've helped us out with that massive, so big up Chris and Arena all day long. Yeah, Legally Assertive is next on my list. Uh, uh, yeah, is your artwork assertive. still available? Yeah, yeah, it's still available, yeah. And that's lovely as well. Uh, Morgan Gleave. Yeah. Who, do you know what, uh, quite mad uh, thing has happened, so um, Buddy Peace, the producer who I've like fallen in love with over the years. He's like produced loads of like a few of our friends and people like that and oh, okay. epic beard men and stuff like that. Loads and loads of different people. Um, well through like hardcore listing, um, they ended up sort of following each other and Morgan plays harmonica, right? Yeah. And Buddy's seen Brilliant. this and Buddy's gone, I want to sample the harmonica. And oh, I'm, really? As far as I can see, I think they might be working together. Oh, that's brilliant. How cool is that? Man. That's brilliant. And he's skateboarding. It's really cool. Yeah, no, you yeah. know, it's how much more confident. Yeah, no, it's crazy. He did. And he picked me up the other day. Uh, he said he'd done some of his drawing in my style. And oh. I was like, fucking hell, what a massive compliment. I love his drawings. They're like really yeah, sweet. I do. Little yeah, I know. Yeah, I really like them. They're really, really cool. Um, Rachel. Uh, Gary from Mizog, Jim from Onyx, Dewey, Stevie, Buster BC, Ellie sent another nice message. Oh, yeah, Ellie did, yeah. Um, Big up, Ellie. James, Phil Sharp, John, Steve Reddington. Still need to read his message out. We'll do that at some stage. Uh, Georgie, Jeff, Brad Humble, uh, who I've seen is now um, a patron for... The Prince's, Prince's Trust. Trust. Yeah. You, you um, I can't. You'll kill me for forgetting the actual title. But it's a really cool thing he's doing. Yeah. Youth ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. Well done, Brad. Um, Todd and the guys uh, here, Boston. Oh, I've written most important. Nick's mum. Thank you, mum. Um, Thank you. My mum has been uh, has um, contributed financially to a few things. Mm. Not like we can afford it. We're not put. You know. We're rock stars, we can afford it, but uh, my mum's really helped us out. Yeah. Um, and she's also uh, like my most avid supporter ever, which so, is so cool. Uh, yeah, my mum is like, he's very much my best friend. Um, so as people might think, but I've got care. shout out to Pod Bible, shout out Pod Bible. They did an advert for us, they also put us in their uh, top 10 recommendations on ACAST. Yeah, so front big page. up Pod Bible, big up Stu, big up. Pip. Big up Acast. Acast. Oh, Adam Richardson has yeah. helped us out at Pod Bible as well. Shouts to Adam. Um, George Lane, written on here today. Yeah, my friend George did us a lovely little thing on uh, Facebook the other day. I shared it around. Uh, just saying how good he thought we were and uh, how refreshing we were because we're very honest. Mm. Um, yeah, that's great, man, because we that can't is. be anything but honest. So thank you, Georgie. I played in the band with George. George is really, really good. Oh, cool. He can play classical guitar. Oh, beautiful. But he's what, like nylon string classical yeah, guitar? Yeah, yeah. He's beautiful. like a classically trained guitar player. Nice. But he's also got like, brilliant slide guitar and most guitar. It pisses on me. Most people do. I just, I play from the heart, man. Yeah, I think I love That's how expressive your guitar do. is. Guitaring mm. is. Yeah, um, big up the Mad Angels. We had a gig a little while ago and that was really cool. Yeah. So my, my Jim, um, Dean, and Tony. How are you forgetting <laughs> Tony's name? Yeah, uh, Tony wants to come on. Actually, Tony bought one of our t-shirts. Oh, big up Tate, uh, Tate Quinn, Jim's wife, uh, bought our first t-shirt. Premier. Yeah. Nice. Hang on. Uh, I'm trying to think of the oh the real Tabsy. He's been. We've been chatting with him on. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. On Instagram, and uh, he's been a uh, right good support. Um, uh, what's the other thing? Be up. Um, oh, there's a oh bollocks! I can't remember it. What are you thinking of? Oh, the guy who set up that um, thing 
on Facebook. Oh, I can't remember. We'll have to talk about it next Oh, is time. it the mates group? No, there's... Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave Dave Chase, uh, he does the mates group. It's really cool. He lets me share everything on that. And uh, he's a diamond. Mm-hmm. I've been in touch with him. He's a proper good guy. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to talk about the other guy next time when I've uh, when I've actually done some fucking research. Um... Oh, yeah, I need to – I've lost that. Uh, so we got um, either an email, text, Instagram, Facebook, or a tweet, or p- carrier pigeon um, about uh, like miscarriages and someone had been through something like that. Of course. And today I was working with a guy who's just had his second one with his missus and like it all like hit me again because I've obviously been through that like a few times and it's actually a lot more common than people think. Someone sent a really cool letter through and I said I'd read it out, but I've lost it. So if you're I'll listening to this, yeah, we're going to try and find it again. But if you are listening, please, if you can, like, send it again or give me a nudge if it's in, like, a message thread or something, and I'll print it out because I'm a bit more organised now. Yeah, I'd like to do, like, stuff. an episode on that. Yeah. Because that's quite a specific thing, especially if you've, you've had um, things about that. And I'd like to do an episode about, like, fatherhood and going through your, your wife giving birth. I was going to say your wife or partner, and then I thought, and I wanted to try not to be female specific. Then I realised that only women can have children. Yeah, we could do a thing on adoption maybe for the gays, but I don't think, I don't know. We don't know enough about it. Nah. No. It'd be nice though. Like we're yeah. up for talking about it if we can. Um, tweet in. Um, Kate said there's a guy, like a friend of our thing at school, and he runs like a do it like a dad page. And he's like really like along our sort of lines and like us and we think we might be able to, um, I'm talking to you now, I should have talked about it earlier. Yeah, but, potentially come on. Um, yeah, potentially come on. It's like, you know, really sort of cool. That's the kind of thing I'd like. Uh, oh, I spoke to Ollie from Death of Guitar Pop. We were doing, they're a scar band, they're an amazing band. Yes. And they're doing really ridiculously well at the moment. And, they, and they're doing it totally on their own. Yeah. Like uh, it's a complete DIY thing and they've gone through the roof. And they do like club nights and yeah, they do a club label. night, they've got a record label, but they're doing it all themselves and they're pretty mind-blown and they've really blown up on the scar scene. Ollie's been through a uh, load of old shit himself and uh, he's going to come on and talk about it in a few weeks and he's just a fascinating fella and he's he's, he's quite enigmatic, I think. Uh, so, looking forward to having him on. That is so cool. I've got one more note which says, ask listeners to review right now. We will wait while you do it. So if you're listening on iTunes, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page past our episodes, there's a place where you can press a certain amount of stars. I would suggest five. Yep, five is always good. Um, and you can write a little review and, um, you know, just look back at some of the other reviews and just write something nice. I generally like to share them. So uh, we'll share them and we can say your name or not. It's up to you. But basically, and we want subscribers. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, you need to push the subscribe button. I don't really like to ask, but it's kind of like in the world of podcasting, that's the currency because um, it helps you move up different rankings and basically more people will see and hear the podcast as a result of it. We appear in more search engines, blah, 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 algorithm this, Facebook this, NASDAQ 100, FTSE. (laughs) So, remembering that our uh, overall aim is to reach and help people. So, without those kind of things, we can't reach and help people. No. We're not making any money. No. Uh, there's no money to be made. No. Uh, especially not at our scale. Mm. So, uh, we, you know, we want to be able to do more. Plus, we want to kind of make the podcast better at every opportunity. So, yeah, get stuck into that. Thank uh, you. I'm just trying to think. Like, it's... It's funny, I think since the last podcast, the last podcast we did was with Grand Reaper, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and at that day, I was feeling a bit of a mess. And I remember like we were talking about suicide and things like that, and it all felt really serious to me. And like, you picked up on me being a bit yeah, weird. You were weird. And I was a bit weird because mm. uh, I was going through it. Uh, but since then, I've kind of turned the corner... Uh, I dealt with a few things. I went back to the doctors and got some up to my meds. Uh, did some hard work in psychotherapy, and I feel a lot better now. That's like, great, considerably man. better. You do look a lot fresher today. Yeah, I do. I just feel a lot better. Like I got my head around a lot of things. Um, oh, is an, is another interesting thing that happened. Um, so previously, I've talked about uh, hair loss. 
Um, someone mentioned it today on uh, on Facebook. Our current about... episode, episode twelve, is the bonus. The yeah, hairy yeah, bonus we talked a lot Cunningham. about hair loss. Hmm. Um, so I I uh, found out. My wife told me. My wife. Um, that basically, I take a drug called uh, it's called Propecia or Finasteride, um, and that drug uh, has made a massive difference. Like I, you know, I'm receding, but I don't look very bald. So it's really, really helped. I've been taking that um, pretty much constantly for about 11 years. Um, and then my wife, the other day, was reading the side effects and it says can cause depression. Wow, really? I then, I couldn't deal with it at the time. Um, but then I've started to kind of pull around and feel a bit better. I looked into it. Uh, and there's a government health warning saying it can cause depression and suicidal thoughts. Wow. And um, what occurred to me was um, I was reasonably okay before I had my kids. Um, and just after having my daughter, I could start taking this medication because I wasn't trying for a child. Yep. Um, and then shortly after that, I started taking antidepressants. Yeah. And I hadn't taken them before I started taking Propecia mm. or Finasteride. Um, and I think there's a direct correlation. Yeah, it makes I sense. I think that that hair medication has been making me depressed. Wow. And been making me suicidal. Like, I, in, in fairness, I've got my issues and not, I yeah. am a bit like that anyway, but I think it's totally exacerbated it. Yeah. So... Uh, what I want to say is if anyone has like list, listened to this before or watched it and they're thinking, I might give that a go, uh, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, I'm going to put something on the socials to say don't. I'm even thinking about um, trying to get in touch with Good, Mor- uh, Good Morning or something like that. Yeah. Trying to go on there, talk about the podcast a little Obviously. bit, yeah. but say like, look, this is fucking serious. I looked into it more and in America, there's been loads and loads of legal... Um, uh, lawsuits taken against this company, mostly because it um, it spoils your libido. Wow! And I've also had that. All oh, right. Um, but like, I didn't. None you have of it turned really, me down a couple of times. I must admit. Yeah, none of it really made any sense, <laughs> and now it makes total sense. So I've made a, quite a big decision: is that um, I'm going to stop taking the medication, and I'm going to get a hair transplant. Mm. Uh, wow, I'm totally going to do it. Uh, do you rec- like? Are you certain you'll definitely need the hair transplant? Yeah, it's about confidence and about me being happy. Well, that's what makes me sad is the fact that um, you get newfound confidence because your hair's grown, but the it tablets makes you can depressed. be depressing. Yeah, like, nothing is ever straightforward. Is it's it? a total kick in the teeth. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so in conclusion, after having a lot of discussions with my wife, me getting quite upset about it. Uh, and quite scared of the thought of having a hair transplant because if you look at it, basically they take out little follicles of your hair off the back of your head. You do get scarring and then they stick them on the top of your head, which makes your head look, uh, looks like athlete's, oh, not athlete's foot. What? It looks really fucking disgusting. And then on top of that, uh, I'd have to shave my head. Because uh, you pretty much, you can only have like three or four millimetres of hair to do it. Oh, okay. I suppose it gets in the way. Yeah. Uh, and um, and I'm going to go to Greece to get it done because someone's recommended it. If you get it done in England, it costs about 10 to 20 to 30 grand. If you get it done in Greece, it costs like three or four grand at the most. Wow. That's amazing. So uh, I'm going to email them tomorrow and organise it because my mum said she uh, will lend me some money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got some money um, and we figure... Like now, I'm thinking, fucking hell! If I stop taking those tablets, I might not be very depressed at all. No, because the amount of work I've done on myself over the years, yeah, like over the last eleven years, I might find come, I come off of them, and mm. I might barely be miserable. Yeah, I might actually be like quite happy. Mate, that's really exciting. It is exciting. Yeah, like I was, I've been shitting myself about it, mm. but then when I started looking into it like on Monday, and I'm like, fuck, I've got to stop. Yeah. And like, I'm going to have to do this scary, like, it's like it's quite gruelling. You have, like, have your head down for, like, eight hours while they pick bits out of the back of your head. Yeah. 
And then the next day, it's about another eight hours sticking it on the top of your head. Oh, really? What are you doing two sittings? Yeah, so it sounds pretty fucking horrendous. Wanky holiday. I, I can go through horrendous shit. I've been through horrendous shit with fucking depression, so I can do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my little bit of news. That's fantastic, but I mate. feel really good about it now. That's a mate. That is incredible. Like, to have that sort of realisation and, like, to find, like, a direct, like you say, like, an actual direct correlation to that issue. That's crazy. And I'm thinking about becoming a counsellor. I'm thinking about doing a, yeah, uh, I think you doing a qualification and doing counselling uh, and setting up uh, men's groups and things like that. Yeah. Uh, where I'll be like a counsellor in a group. Um, people will come along and pay like 20 quid. Uh, and I basically do like group counselling because I, yeah. I already kind of have that. Yeah. And if I'm a qualified counsellor, I can do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with the last, you know, like not the last bit of my life, but like I feel like I want to do something else. Yeah, and that's using your powers for good as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I thought about I'd like to do some like music therapy and retrain and stuff like that and look in, and go in that direction. So maybe we'll have a Mouth of Manliness Wellbeing Centre or something. Yeah, yeah. Be nice. But yeah, I figure like it all kind of corresponds and you're kind of like, well, why not just work it all together a little bit? Yeah, it is funny how stuff does end up sort of just amalgamating mm. and just working out and coming together. That's what I think. Yeah, that is cool. But I, I, the uh, have you looked into the uh, art? Like, the music therapy, therapy thing, yeah. So um, it's a three-year degree and then like the bolt-on afterwards for the actual therapy. So I can... I, I've contacted the, um, they do it at the Guildhall, which is really cool. I've done some work there and I'd love to do a degree there. They do the music therapy course there as well. And I've contacted them to ask them whether my degree needs to be, what's this word? To, so does it have to match up? Because if it doesn't, then I'll do like a music production degree or something like that. Because um, I'll use that. But that's full time though, right? Yeah, it is. That's so that it's going to be like a whole upheaval if it does work out, but there's ways of doing it and getting grants and stuff like that. It yeah, seems it, it? seems like such an impossible thing at the moment, but I think it'd be really good for me and my well-being and my yeah, mental exactly. health. That's the thing with work. Everything has to balance a bit. Yeah, mine isn't balanced, as we know. None. Um, so, should, well, should we get into that then? Yeah. So, so shall I introduce this segment? <laughs> what uh, would you What would you call it? Well, uh, basically, we were meant to record last week. Uh, and then Brad sent me a message just saying he couldn't come. Uh, and then I was shitting myself thinking, what the fuck? Um, but more than anything else, I was worried. And then, uh, yeah, and I was sitting there worrying for a couple of hours. And then finally, Brad replied and said, I've had a fucking meltdown. Like a total meltdown. Mm. And um, I've had meltdowns before, so I do, I, I understand it. Yeah. So I've been really worried about you. Yeah, sod, because in that time, like, I couldn't even make a coherent sentence. So I remember thinking, oh, I've just got to get something across to you. I don't, I don't even know, I can't remember what I wrote. And then there was a moment where I was like, oh, fucking hell, Nick. Like, I was supposed to even be there at this point or whatever. So I'd, like, message you back. I kind of, I gathered this moment. I thought it was that or you were having a massive argument and it was, like, divorce. Yeah. You know, like, I thought, I thought, whatever it was, I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. That's why I was worried. Yeah. It takes a lot for something to be for me to miss things yeah yeah so i do try and like turn up to stuff but yeah so last thursday i was at work which i hate and um i was hoping to get this other job and i got the notice that i didn't get it and you know in the grand scheme of things that doesn't really i'm not too fussed about that you know it comes and goes i've had loads of different jobs um, but it was kind of a trigger and it kind of triggered off a lot of other stuff because obviously yeah. I'm in a lot of debt yeah. and this job would have been the answer to a lot of that. Excuse me. Was it more money? Uh, no, it's going to be less money, but it means because it's PAYE, we can get help with the debt because I'm limited at the moment. I wouldn't be able to. Right. That's why it's all kind of snowballed. Um, and yeah, all I remember is looking at the phone and then all around like my vision was like a white tunnel. It just sort of went and sort of come around in a circle. I could just focus on like the center of my vision. Everything else just white and blurry. And it was as if my brain went, no, I've had enough. Like I'm and off. Yeah, your brain does do that. Yeah. It's like, it like a spring. It just goes, I can't have it anymore. And I was just like, I was at work 
there weren't really anyone around. I think it maybe brushed past a couple of people. I was like, right, I'm going. And then uh, got on the tube. It weren't too bad. And then got on the C2C. And normally, like, I had to have I had have, have my headphones on and music and stuff. But, like, I couldn't find anything to listen to. And they pissed me off. So, like, the noise in the carriage of people talking was just getting louder and louder and louder. And, like, the audacity of some people like really pissed me off how selfish people are and like you know i talk on the train on the phone not very often but like when it does yeah i'll take the call but i try and keep my voice down a little bit or if i can swerve it i will you know um and people just shouting and arguing and moaning down the phones about this thing and like work and love island and stuff like that it's just getting louder and louder and louder and louder and i've only got like one ear as it is so like like any that kind of volume it's like fuck it it's really like intense and um it just got to a point i just shouted out everyone fucking shut up like super loud and obviously everyone shut up and i that scared the hell out of me and um yeah i just burst out in tears and uh yeah luckily like i was just i was one stop away from my station and wife come pick me up and um yeah when i got home just had like panic attacks couldn't breathe, like my nose blocked up, lungs blocked up, fell to the floor and in tears and everything and managed to kind of keep it from the kids, but obviously wife was pretty scared. And um, that was it. It was like a proper crash, like a physical, everything just stopped and gave up. That's it. Your brain will do that. It's like, I just can't cope. And I think I was thinking um, that, you know, you've had so much on... And like when we've talked on here, it's been points when it's like, ah, oh, Brad's not doing very well. Mm. You know, uh, I've said that to you, and I've yeah. And I, in some ways, I was kind of in the nicest possible way, kind of pleased that something had happened enough to make you go, right, I need to actually, you know, to hell with some things. I need to actually deal with me. Yeah, it's like something else stepped in and just reprioritize everything yeah. and what's really weird is um obviously this is on the thursday friday i had in mind i was still gonna, i really need the money i was still gonna go into work and sort of style it out and I'm fairly confident i could have done just you know um it's all pretend at work anyway yeah. you pretend to be happy and enjoy yourself and that and talking to people you wouldn't normally fucking talk to don't get me wrong i've got loads of wicked friends at work like where it's so shit you kind of clump together and it's it's all right but um I thought, yeah, I'll style it out and just carry on as normal, try and have an early day and then get up the doctors and get it all sorted out. Uh, check my bank balance, hadn't been paid. So I had no money to get to work anyway. So it's as if the universe went, no, you're not going anywhere. No. You fucking go to the doctors. So Kate booked yeah. me an appointment. It was like nine o'clock appointment, straight in. And the doctor was amazing, incredible. Um, I'd been referred for counselling in the past, but about, it was 2017. Right. And they'd spoken about um, medication in the past and I kind of decided that I wanted to kind of turn things around and turn my life around a bit and try and sort myself out. And uh, yeah, basically went in and explained what happened. He said, look, it's really, it's a brave thing coming in, explaining how you've explained it. And it's really cool that you've admitted that you've kind of wanted to give it a go and now you're up for giving, you know, medication a go. Um, And he's talked through like a couple of different types i can't for the life of me remember and now i can't remember like words and stuff but i couldn't remember what ones it was i'm on fexy you're on fluxetine that's it fluxetine's prozac yeah i've been on started on small dose and went up to the top dose and yeah then went on to another one i've done that quite a bit yeah he did say there was two or three different types yeah there is you, uh sertraline is another one mm. uh fluxetine, which is what i'm on mm. um what i think is really, really important. What I kind of wanted to get on here, really, was that um, you might go to the doctors, like, you know, here and there, and sometimes you think the doctor's really shit. Yeah. But when you actually go to the doctors in a position of crisis like that, you'd be surprised that it's really all right. Yeah. Uh, when I went to the doctors in crisis, they were really, it was lovely. mm you know, like, if you're suicidal, they'll make you come in, like, every couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. Um, but they were really, really nice. Uh, I've had 
shitty in kind of since, but when I was actually in crisis, they were really, really nice. Yeah. And I've had a few people kind of get, get in touch off the back of the podcast and say, I finally decided I need to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of think that deciding to take medication is the start of getting better. Yeah, definitely. What happens in medication, once it starts kicking in, uh, you feel a little bit stronger and able to get everything else in a bit more order. Yeah, as I was saying earlier, it's like I'm still sort of hazy, but I'm and I'm kind of stepped back from like conversations and stuff, but it's in a good way. Like I can kind of, it's like I'm distant enough to be able to, like I can almost work through things methodically. Like I'm going, yeah. right, I'm talking to Nick now and this is cool and I'm doing this, right, next I'm going to do that kind of thing. It's like, you. what did you say earlier? I'm sure you said. You're starting to like... Think straight. Yeah, you're thinking better. Yeah. So it helps you to focus your thinking. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. People think, oh, it's going to make me this, it's going to make me that. Uh, when you really need medication, it just helps you to fucking make sense yeah. of what's going on a bit more. And then you can start sorting out the other things. Uh, but before you do that, you're just always in a state of crisis, really. Mm. And when you're in a state of crisis, you cannot think well. No. So that, as you say, you, you're, you're kind of step back. You can pick through the trees a little bit. Yeah. Start thinking, right, actually, that I don't need to worry about that. Uh, what can I do about that? Mm. So have you felt... So this is another thing I thought was important, was um, actually, you know, it's like real time. There's someone that actually kind of having medication. So how's it made... Have you felt ill? Have you felt weird or anything like that? No, so maybe the first couple of days, it's been quite hard to sort of benchmark it because I've also chosen this last couple of weeks to give up coffee, milk, cheese, yeah, and a couple of other things. Yeah, it's really weird. You text me the other day and go... I was like, are you all right? And you went, yeah, well, I'm eating better and I've stopped vaping. Yeah. And I'm like, these are non-issues yeah. at the moment for you. It's like, why is he focusing on that? Yeah. But I suppose, then I thought about it a little bit more and I'm like, well, actually, it's about just regaining some control. Yeah, I think, like, in conjunction with, like, not having too much money, we've had to kind of budget um i've been watching what i've eaten and i've tried to start doing sit-ups in the morning and stuff like that just to try and get this gut down a little bit because that makes you feel better about yourself as well exactly and not like i still look down and it's still there which makes me feel worse but the fact that i'm actually giving i'm doing something for myself yeah something as simple as like i've just moved over to having these herbal tea things green tea and there's like this detox tea which sounds rough but it's actually like just liquid and celery and it's just a natural mm. antioxidant thing it's actually really nice um and just the fact that i'm doing that for myself you start to think oh yeah no, i'm you know actually it, worth something yeah and I, i'm starting to get a bit of control of my life rather yeah. than everything around me is just happening yeah. to me and yeah, obviously, yeah, and what's nice yeah, is Kate's helping sense. me do that as well. Like yeah. she's helping me with the lunches and she's buying the teas and like just little, little bits that just that that little bit of support. I don't even yeah, have yeah. to be like a massive thing, but it's just a little nod to say, yeah, like I'm helping you out. Yeah, no, I care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I care so about that's been you. good. She's been great actually. And it's funny, like it's it's in those moments of crisis when like my wife's gone like, oh shit, you're not well. Mm. And I, when I kind of my meltdown last year, she was like this is killing you. Mm. We need to do something about this now. And she was like, stop going to work. You know, like, she's the last person who'd ever say that, but suddenly she's like, oh, fuck, this is serious. Yeah. He's going to fucking kill himself. Yeah. So, her doing that, Kate doing that to support you, Yeah, it doesn't need to be much, does it? No, no, it ain't. And we've had those discussions, obviously about changing work and everything else, and really getting your head around, all oh, right, if we do this, we could do that. And like just thinking about some big life choices, which essentially are the things that need to change. Yeah. And it sounds like such a big thing, but it really ain't. And it's like something that we'll probably look back on in a few years' time and think, oh, that was just a bit of a bump in the road. And... Even if I've been worried about you ever oh, since we started. Really. It's, it's been lovely. Been like A little bit like, uh, just wish he'd like, be decisive. And I know why he doesn't, because he doesn't want to miss work and because you desperately need yeah. money but it's like at some point it's like you're no good to anyone or work or anything if you're not reasonably together no there is that saying like the 
um, gas mask on the airplane. Like you have to put your own one yeah, on first yeah, yeah. before you help someone else, kind of thing. And that does that does ring true. That's totally true. You're no good to anyone if you're fucked. No. If you're a mess. No. So you did that, uh, and you're starting to feel a little bit better. Yeah, it's been quite mad. Like this last few days, like all the problems are still there. I can even feel that essentially I feel the same because I, I'm still dealing with the problems the same, but it's like there's like a little bit more of the life force back kind of thing. Like I've started that, singing again, which is uh, mad. It, when I first started taking medication 11 years ago, like full time, I'd had it before, mm. uh, I came home and I was singing blur, a Blur song. Yeah. And my wife was like, you are better. Yeah. I haven't heard you sing to yourself for ages. No. It's Beetlebum. I love Beetlebum. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, it was like, she was just really shocked. And yeah. it was almost, it, it wasn't quite overnight, but it weren't much, there weren't much in it. No. So I just, I still think like, you've still got a little way to go. And then you, I still think you can feel a bit better still. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Even just on the meds that you're yeah. on. Well, the thing that I'm looking forward to is obviously I've been referred to counselling as well. Yeah. And like just having the telephone consultation. So when you're referred, it's a therapy for you, I think it is. Yeah, I, I had therapy for you and I ended up... I think what they do is um, you, you, you get like a prescription of like six sessions. Yeah. But the therapist has um, scope, like discretion to give you more. Right. I ended up having 20. Wow. Uh, and then after 20... Uh, like I was tailing off and not going every other week mm. um, and then uh, I said like I don't feel ready to stop uh, and then uh, I paid like £40 a session for more mm. and in the end it, he was the one who referred me to see a psychiatrist my doctor wouldn't refer me but wow. the, the therapist referred me and that's how I got um, better medication psychotherapy and all those things all yeah. these things that have helped me well yeah i think it all needs to work hand in hand together yeah. because it's like i'm picking stuff from the past and just making sure you kind of call with a lot of it or you can deal with it or process it even and just to make sure you're not bringing any of that stuff with you into new situations like it's gonna you can't really expect to move forward when you're carrying all that stuff around all those things though you'll always bring into all your situations oh, yeah. it's mm. more about you being able to say hold on i don't need to bring that into this yeah. situation you know it's like uh, no this has got fucking nothing to do with the fact with my dad my, or my for me my granddad making me feel worthless yeah like, actually that's not it's not relevant now. Yeah, park it. So what happens? So just because I want people to be able to see that um, that they can do this for themselves, and it's not that it's it doesn't need to like not to build it too much in their own minds. No, it's, it's quite doable. Yeah, like approach, go and see your doctor, your GP, and and talk to them because um, even I remember the first time round. It's like they're kind of, when you first go in, they're like, hello, what's going on? They're expecting like a cold or whatever. Yeah. But as soon as you start talking about like your mental health and depression and everything else, they, they do, they put the pen down, they spin around on their chair, they start yeah. making eye contact, their voice softens and everything else. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is they, nice. They don't process. No, they're, they're kind of just listening. And so, I, you kind of, I didn't fully expect it straight away. I expected to be kind of questioned a lot more on the medication yeah. and, and them to kind of deep delve, deep dive into it a little bit more. Um, maybe they felt they didn't need to, but I just remember thinking, "Oh, this is this is lovely." I feel better. Yeah, and it's you feel better just for saying it. Don't yeah, you? totally. Yeah, the telephone consultation was amazing because yeah. See, I was surprised it was telephone, but I, I guess that's kind of what yeah. They kind of got it's just like um, they kind of got to work out. They got to suss you out basically, yeah. and. Obviously, there's so many different. So it could be like bereavement, or yeah. like um, you, you you know, like different. What's the best? Yeah, and like the reaction. best direction. And as I'm talking, and more and more stuff's coming out, yeah. and like they do say at the beginning, like, "Oh, just so you're aware, like we have only got a little bit of time, and it's purely because we've got people like uh, like other appointments. So if you are talking, I might sort of hurry you along a bit. And I said, "Well, strap yourself in, because I I'll, yeah. once I go, I'll go." And um, 
there was a couple of times when she was like, oh, really, I really want to listen like to this bit and that bit, but I'm just wondering what's this and that. And she did, she drove it really, really well. Yeah, yeah, she was lovely, like super, like really well. I think she, I think she might have said she was a trainee, but you wouldn't have known because she was, you know, spot on. Um, and yeah, in the end, she was like, oh, 100%, like we're going to refer you for counselling straight away. And she said, like, you are like a bit of a mixed bag. Um, and it's hard to kind of know what direction, but I think I know what we're going to do. Like, we'll send you a letter and let you know what's yeah. going to happen in due course. So, because sometimes, and they normally would say at that point, uh, they'd say, like, if you were just a kind of general, general problems, they'd put you onto a group, and that is not always very helpful. No, she did mention about the groups. Whereas I think in your case, uh, it's, like, if it was just kind of very circumstantial, mm. um, then a group's pretty cool, because you talk with other people, and you, as a group, you make sense of things. You hear where everyone else is saying, like, I do groups. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, like you were saying when you were being interviewed, uh, it you found yourself talking about things from the past and yeah. stuff like that, um, and then it's very much like, oh, actually, this is a lot more personal. Yeah. There's a lot more going on, so really, you need that one to one. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's kind of the direction that she went. Because obviously, you have, I think it's like two or three different kind of they call them questionnaires. Mm. You have to like rate stuff between sort of one and eight and one and three. I think for a different one. It's quite hard to kind of get your head around, but yeah. um, it's good because the answers you give back in your mind is just one thing, but to her it means like hundreds of different things. So what kind of things are they asking you? Um, like general health and stuff like that. Um, have you had suicidal thoughts? Um, I spoke about like obviously standing in front of the train and yeah. thinking, you know, everything else. And she's like, just to be clear have you made a plan about yeah. killing yourself? And I was like, well, I wouldn't say a plan, but I thought about the practicalities of throwing myself under a train and how there's a good chance it might not even work because you've got it like two little bits of track and stuff like that. Yeah, and she said, no, it's, that's like, quite like quite a lot, not to belittle it, but like, a lot of people think that. So she, that can be sort of quite normal. But there was a couple of times where she sort of, she was like, right, just to be clear. Because yeah. I forgot to say, like when I, Last Thursday when I was on the train, my immediate thought was, because I've got screwdrivers in the bag, was to pull two screwdrivers out and just start tearing into people on the train. And obviously as soon as I said that, she was like, just to be clear, you're not planning to like go back and like do this. I said, no, like really ain't in my character. And that's what scared me so much on the train. And I think that was like the, that was what spun me out even more. The fact that I have had those thoughts. And she she even said, it's fine to have those thoughts. She said, believe me, people, you know, have those type of thoughts every day. And I said, but for me, it was more like I could feel the impulse, like the muscles go more than just the brain kind of thing. So I think it's it's difficult because I, you know, I can't imagine that I would do that, but then I did imagine it. So it's, yeah, it's funny. Um, like when you said it to me, uh, like that. See, the problem is with me. I've working with probation as I have. Um, I've worked with murderers and rapists. Yeah. And uh, so, for, for, in one way, that kind of thing doesn't shock me. When I'm sure people will listen to this and they find that quite shocking. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't shock me because I've heard people say that and do it. No. And I know there's quite a big difference between people saying and doing. Yeah. I remember having this conversation with my mate Gareth, who I used to work with, and I'd say, oh, yeah, I fucking think about caving people's heads in all the time. And he'd yeah. go, yeah, but you don't do it. No. And he was like, and there's your difference. Like, he, he was a, a trainee barrister. Wow. And he was like, uh, it's very clever bloke. Gareth mm. Richards, if you're listening, respect. I really, really like him. Um, and I did him a sleeve tattoo, so we talked a lot. And like, we used to sit in the same room. And like, he, he he was very much, he was a proper like cut through the shit kind of guy. Yeah. But in a nice way all the time. But he cut through the shit and he was just like, no, but you don't do it. And that's the difference. Yeah. It's like, you've worked with people who do and there's a massive difference. Mm. Um, planning is the difference normally. Yeah, definitely. Or uh, chaos and stress. Yeah. Um, but not normally. Very rarely do people go mental and kill people. Yeah. That's actually quite rare. Yeah. Incredibly rare, in fact. Um, so, but 
Uh, what you said that, and I was like, that was my turning point when I um when I last summer I went to see Nick Cave, and it was brilliant. I'd actually had a, I was not good at that time, but I had a really rare good day. I got trashed, but Nick Cave, I cried through it, which was also rare for me. Uh, and then on the train home, everything just turned. And suddenly, I saw something really, really beautiful. There was a girl on the train who obviously was loved herself. She was talking on the phone. And then, like, this really quiet but quite confident guy came over and he kind of asked for a number. And it was wow. really sweet. Yeah. It was actually really sweet. It yeah. was very quiet. Uh like he looked like he looked like a gangster, had his hood up and that and mm. I work with gangsters so I know what they, <laughs> I know what they <laughs> like. Um and but just the way he did it, it was really, really lovely and you could tell that she was really taken back by it. And all I wanted to do was cave their fucking heads in. I just wanted to put a sword through the like uh, this is what I think about it. swords. I've got a sword, I think that's why. Uh like putting a sword through the back of the chair chair they were the only ones on the carriage and I wanted them dead wow. so so much I couldn't think about anything else and I was sitting there like tense almost you know like ten, tension like ready to do it yeah uh, and then the next day was Monday and I was like I can't go to work mm. I'm not well no. and Sarah was like you can't go to work can you and uh, so it was weird because you said that and like, that was uh, that was the exact same turning point for me. That's crazy. Was it? fuck, like I don't know what I'm capable of. No, that was that. You know, you have thoughts like when I watch ninja films and think, oh yeah, I can do cartwheels and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But that was like, I don't know. That was like dark. It's, yeah, it's extreme. It's really dark, and you're like, yeah. oh fuck, like, hold on, I've never felt like this before. No, and I and I do it now. Um, so. Um, I've always had really like vividly violent dreams uh, and I've always kind of liked them. Mm. Um, but I find now uh, what like an indicator of me not being well is that I have those massive compulsions normally when I'm trying to get to sleep. Uh, I did that recently and I was like, I oh, actually, I know that's that's... That's that's my fucking mind. Yeah. And I need to go and do something about it now. Yeah. But it's just weird that we both had the same thing. Yeah, it is nuts, isn't it? And on a train. Yeah. That's funny how stuff works out. It is weird. They are mad places though, trains. Like Oh no, they're stressful. You see so much so many different things. Like and I just like it's kind of like a little get home. Yeah, it's like a capsule of human life. Like Yeah. Everyone's so fucking selfish, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, excuse me. I know. People just don't give a fuck about one another and it's no. really depressing. Yeah. And you're like, I live in this. Mm. And like, there's the, like, when you see someone get on and you think, oh, should I offer, um, should I offer my chair up? And then it's like, no, like, I've been to work all day and everything else. And then it's like, I know actually I should, and then you don't, and then someone get, else gives the chair up, and then you feel like an arsehole for not giving it up. It's like, oh, fucking. Well, it's like, oh, actually, they're fat and not pregnant. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I've never made that mistake, but I've heard the horror stories. No, I was saying, put the camera on you. Oh, right. Because it was just on me, and I'm like, I ain't talking. Oh, yeah, no, I keep, I'm terrible at it. Sorry, Boston. <laughs> I remember to talk, and then I forget to press the uh, Brad button. But yeah, trains. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird that we both had the same thing. So when you said it, I was like, fucking hell. That's nuts, isn't it? Like, that, was, that was my fucking indicator, and that was clearly your indicator mm. as well. The worst thing was, like, I normally use music to shut it all out, but music in that moment was just pissing me off. Yeah. I couldn't decide. Um, and I love all music. Like, I know you like dance music. Yeah, I well, I used to make dance music. I was a producer for so long. Um, at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of hip-hop future and Skepta and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I love it. I no, really, I, really I love it. I hear loads and loads of uh, drill music. Oh, yeah, road, I bet you do. Ride rap. Yeah. Uh, and the only bits of it that I like 
are the ones that are more American because the production fucking yeah, yeah. better and it's got a fucking tune. Yeah. Although I did it and I, I fucking can't bear the fact that I'm sat, that I'm fucking name checking these, but pot of paper, uh, it's actually really talented and I was shocked. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I work with like those scary kids and they play all that shit to yeah. me all day long. And it is like, clever, so clever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you. Some of it is, but most of it, I think, is really shit and just glorifies being in prison and that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there is I the mean, whole conspiracy. Lives, but there is a whole conspiracy that was kind of developed by you know white people at the yeah. other side of the desk. These record well, companies. I don't know. I think I think they're saying their lives. Yeah, but yeah. I think what happens, and I really do think this is uh, a lot of other people who are less advantaged in life. You know, they've got, like, a shit family and they're, like, they've got fuck all money and their lives are pretty, don't look like they've got a lot of opportunities. They listen to that and they yeah. go, there's my opportunity. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and and then that just cultivates that problem. Yeah. And I think that's why you have things like stabbings and shit like that. I yeah. don't blame the music. No. Nah. Uh, the culture, it's, you know, it's, it's a societal issue. Yeah. But um, either way, like... I don't necessarily dig it. Like, did you watch Glastonbury this year? No, I haven't seen any of it yet. I want really want to catch up on like, it. I there, for me, there was hardly any bands on. Yeah, it was all like uh, they probably were, but didn't get the coverage from the BBC. Yeah, so it's like on the main stages, a lot of it was kind of very mainstream. Like they had like dancers and shit on stage. Yeah, and, and I thought it was really really shit. The Cure were great. Yeah, but the Cure are generally great. The only band that was really good at Idols. Yeah. And I, I listened to them today at work and I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, it's aggressive, fucking angry. Yeah. But really good. I like Idols. Yeah, I was surprised. But yeah, I like um, how much of a frenzy Glastonbury causes in this country. Yeah. It's kind of like our little Olympics, really. Like, it's kind of... Yeah, it's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. And them little moments that you get to crop up. Did you see um, that um, rapper Dave got one uh, kid up from the thing said right who knows my lyrics and yeah, he got him yeah, up from the I thing that, yeah. and he knew it and it's like that's amazing that's so good. I know, I, you watch stuff like uh, Green Day do that yeah. they've been doing it for years they yeah. get someone up and they'll go can you play like Welcome to Paradise and most yeah. of the stuff's like Barkle these yeah yeah and uh, I, I quite rate Green Day I know it's not very cool to say no I love Green Day um and then they'll go they'll get a kid up and then he can't really play it so he shows him roughly what to mm. do and then they go keep the guitar Oh, amazing. In fairness, the guitar is normally swapped yeah, yeah, from a Gibson to an Epiphone or a Fender Oh, to no, a really? Uh, oh, that's savage. I did savage. see one with Dave Grohl got a little kid up and he gave him his guitar. Wow. And those guitars go for like, well, yeah, he designs them, them. No, he makes them, doesn't he? I think. Not makes them, no, but it's like a it's bespoke, yeah. They, they don't make them. No. So, like, they're worth fucking loads. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I've basically got that guitar anyway, so I don't need it, but I <laughs> yeah, I like the colour as well. Yeah, but yeah, I like it. There's a video. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, there's a video of him with a little kid who got up and didn't they play like um... oh, a... Oh, didn't he play a... Uh, uh, like a Who's the band? Song. That's it, Metallica, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, like uh, you know, like death metal makeup and that. Yeah, well, the... My, my, the the person I love the most in that band, obviously they're all amazing, but the drummer, his face just lights up when he sees it and he just starts playing it. It's like, yes, go on, let's have some of this. Like, just... I love that with drummers though, because they can just go, oh yeah, I can play that. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's only a handful of beats. Yeah, they? yeah, like, there's about yeah, three. <laughs> yeah. Fuck... When I played in bands, obviously played in bands most of my life, and, uh, and uh, uh, I remember like, I played with uh, Jim Quinn and we used to do a band hanging last, and uh, he'd always go, Drop down to D, start playing like fucking Alice in Chains, Foo Fighters, mm. or uh, Soundgarden. Yeah. Dean, the bass player, should be able to pick up the root note. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Drama. Yeah. Four fours. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. I can't join in. No. I can't watch Jim. I didn't know how to drop tune. Yeah. I could maybe a little bit. Yeah, just find the notes, find some yeah, noises. I'm not to do that a bit now. You put yeah. it easy, but I'm like, I couldn't, didn't know how to play any lead then. No. When I first started like trying to make it in a band, I could play bar chords and open chords, and that was it. Yeah, I see, I've, what most of them I've only ever been able to play like 
other people's songs but I can only play like the beginning of most of them or the little riff that kind of excited me and that's the bit that I kind of wanted to learn yeah. and then when I was in like a it's good it gets you into it yeah it does it? yeah I was in a couple of bands like when I was in a wedding band that was intense because you had to learn songs all the way through and you had to learn everything from like yeah, like all sorts of different types of music but I mean it was good because some songs if we knew the song all the way through we'd play it and then if we did if we didn't we'd play along to a midi track and not mine but like I could just play the lead while the rhythm guitar was being played yeah, elsewhere and like you could pick yeah. out bits and bobs and it, it fills the room up yeah, a bit it, yeah, I suppose it is but when there's only three of you oh, there's only three of you three or four yeah so I suppose did that you've done loads of things oh, yeah I'm, I'm lucky saying, uh, like I've had a few people going like how do you know Brad like my friend Amy uh, Cornell I used to work with she was like she really is one of my best friends but she lives in uh, Singapore and she has done for like I love Singapore it's beautiful well she's lived there for many many years and um, we stay in touch like on WhatsApp like not loads but like she's like listen she quite often listens to the podcast like uh and then like goes oh yeah i love that bit i love that bit um oh where did i get onto that she asked about me yeah and she's like how do you know brad and i'm like well i don't really know brad like in reality it's mm. like I'm, I'm i'm getting to know him as we do the podcast yeah uh but you know, like last week, like you've just been at the front of my mind all week. Yeah, and you've texted like, me every day, which has yeah, been beautiful. I've just messaged you every day and just going, "You're right, right, right. It's What's been going on? Where are you at? Um, don't worry about that too much. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you'll feel a bit wonky. Yeah, and it's, it's like, been really nice to know that you've just been there. Yeah, and it's it been has, good. for me, it's just felt like, well, I really care. Yeah, you know, it's it's easy to do that. Yeah, and it's kind of quite nice because as the years progress you see less of the friends that you were friends with at school or yeah. um, I was saying this to this like 18 year old the other day and I was like you're you think like your mates now are going to be your mates forever mm. and like, I can't and if I, I'll tell you they won't be definitely you won't believe me but I said like in 10 years time you'll probably have a moment you'll go fucking he was right yeah oh definitely and yeah like, they're your boys but they're only your boys now it's mad how it changes isn't it so then it's really nice to get like a new friendship that's kind of like is important to you yeah and like you care yeah so it's kind of like it's a really it's actually really nice to be able to care about someone else yeah um and like that it just means a lot to me oh that's lovely so uh don't ever think like oh it's a chore because it's far from it oh definitely no it doesn't feel like a chore at all and like it was really hard to it was a hard decision to like not come in and record last week it was an obvious one because you know I was like not being able to breathe and trying to kill loads of people on a train <laughs> yeah. but um, I knew it'd be alright yeah. I knew it might piss you off but I also knew ultimately like it'd be alright no I was fucking like I was, I was uh, oh, there's always a bit of me who just wants to sit on the sofa and do fuck all yeah so there's always that bit and then there's the other bit it's like oh. Yeah, I've been the same. Like it's been Ooh, nice. Bored, it was nice because I'm caught up with all the editing, all the video yeah. videos are done. Well, not now because we've got this to do. But um, I'm essentially I'd like three a week, my first weekend in however long I remember, and then three days I should be uploading them to Boston, but I haven't. Sorry, Todd, they're on their way. Um, of not touching the computer. Yeah. Um, and it's something I never thought I'd say, but it's actually been quite nice, like just to chill out with kids and watch TV well, yeah, and stuff was, like that, uh, and not have to worry about it too much. That's what I was saying. Like, if you want to have a break, we'll have a break. No, you know, for starters, we've got quite a few in the bank. Yeah, so we could have had a break. Uh, someone else said to me recently, like, "Have you considered doing it, having a series, then having a gap, then people look forward to the next bit?" Yeah, maybe. And he also said that he likes to. Um, Touch have himself. a break so then he f has some time to think about it and then maybe then put in a response and then yeah look forward to the next one and I'm like well I can't say I haven't thought about it but we've just not really talked about it no you get like five days between seven days between each one yeah and then I was like well and sometimes when the momentum's there you're stupid not to take it yeah definitely plus I also feel like we get more we get 
lots of different things out of doing it. Yeah. So it's not actually just about that. No. It's about getting together and being almost doing something separate to everything else yeah. that we do. Yeah. So it's like it's not just about that. No, I love it. I love doing it. Yeah, I do. So and I and I normally feel afterwards kind of a good sense of worth and yeah. And it's like it's not just about it's not it's not just about what people are hearing. No. There's more to it than that. Definitely. Um but yeah, so I messaged you uh like regularly say getting on and it was what I liked is uh, like I messaged you, I think, on a Saturday, and you were like, oh, I've been doing this with my kids, and we've been doing that and doing this. And it's like, uh, and I was re- really like heartened by that because it's um, like for me, when I kind of had my meltdown, uh, I found I got a lot out of just going, right, like, fuck everything else, just gonna spend, like, just invest in. Time yeah. with my family. Let's just go and do this or just and go and that do really that. Helps. Yeah. So I was thinking, yeah, that's really cool you're doing it. Because then you do start thinking, oh, oh, this actually other stuff doesn't matter. It is funny because the Friday afterwards, obviously I had the doctors in the morning and um Buddy was at school, Kate and Olive come with me. They didn't come in the room, they just come to the doctors with me. And then I remember thinking, right, I'm just gonna stay in bed all day. And then she was like, oh, do you want to come over such and such? And I was like, yeah, okay, no worries. I thought, oh, this ain't going to be too difficult. And then I, I think we popped over to see her dad and we had to pop to the shop. And like before you knew it, knew it the day went. Yeah. But I think it was a good thing. Rather than I didn't have to like waller about, about it and everything. Yeah. It's not avoiding yeah. it, no. but it was just sort of ticking over enough so yeah. I could just ease into the weekend. I wasn't yeah. at work. And it was actually just quite nice, just buzzing about, just doing yeah. a few things. I don't get many days like that anymore, so it's quite nice to just, you know... Yeah, just, just kind of re-engage bowl about what is basically the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. I have to say, like, this summer's, like, rolling around, the kids are going to be off soon. And last year, I was off for the whole summer holidays. Amazing. I, all I did was just spend time with my kids brilliant and I totally like reconnected with them yeah and I have to keep reminding myself of that like when they're getting on my nerves or dude wants me to do something with him and I'm like I can't be fucked and then I'm like no no try and remember how good it was when you did yeah yeah of course and like and actually that was really good yeah trying to re-engage with it yeah it can be hard sometimes to get the energy and the motivation with the kids especially like after work but you're in it literally for about three seconds and then you're like oh actually like yeah. i'm just laying here doing lego or you know we just we've got a trampoline i lay on the trampoline they just jump all over me like it's, it doesn't have to be hard it's just and for them it's their whole world you know what i mean yeah. it's it's nice it's not easy but it's nice it's quite funny like, like my wife's been really chipper lately and she's been doing gardening and like, it's just really, it makes her really happy. Yeah, I love gardening. And it's like, it's just as fucking simple as that. Why are things are not that simple for me? Yeah. Like, it, but it fucks me off that uh, it's just not that simple for me. Um, and that it's kind of like, I have to really pull myself up. But like, the other day, I just kind of, I washed my scooter. I was like, ah, oh, it's good. I'm going to take it out. I fuck around with a few little bits on it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, and on Monday, I was feeling really miserable. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll play my guitar, but I can't bother to get me out and play out. But I want to play it for me because it sounds loud better. Yeah. And I was like, I want to go out on my scooter, but I can't be bothered. And then I realised, then I remembered that I've got wireless headphones. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Audio UK. <laughs> uh, and I could wear them under my helmet without like wires. Oh, wow. And then I, I downloaded... Um, Wolf Mother's second. I love Wolf Mother. Oh my god, we haven't spoken about this. Oh yeah, I love Wolf. I Mother. fucking love Wolf Mother. Like, everyone always laughs when I say like I love them. No, they're one of my favourite bands, all time favourite bands. Me and uh, me and my f- mate Champion, we went to see uh, Black Sabbath for. Um, uh, Was uh, it a cricket ground? Hyde Park. Oh Hyde Park. And we got. Oh, that's oh, quick. Man. That's really quick. Well, we love Wolf Mother. We'll share that story another time. Yeah. But anyway, they they played, they were played in this really little bar they'd made. Oh, right. And they only let a certain amount of people in and it fucking went off. Wow, I bet. It went mental. And it's yeah. just all those really kind of heavy fun. Yeah, I love the, the solidness of their sound. And is everyone incredible. just went mental. And me and Champion were like, he looked at me and went, do you want to have some of that? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. 
And like we drank fucking loads and we just went in and we had it. That's and it's so on good. YouTube. Like there's videos of it on YouTube and you can see us. Brilliant. And we just like, we're like, what, we were probably 40. <laughs> we're like, yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking good. That's so, so good. good. Well, that is the story of Brad. Yeah. And Brad, I, I feel like you're on the mend. I think I am. Like, I really do. I feel like it's like, you've, you've got a way to go, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> we'll we'll keep you up to date on that. Yeah, but I just think it's worth it. Like you actually in the middle of it. Like I really think that can help people. I think so. You know, and that's what we're about. Yeah, hopefully, like just ask for help and reach out and don't keep stuff in. Yeah, and don't think like you have to manage on your own. Yeah, and no one's gonna think you're silly like if you say stuff. And if they do, fuck them anyway and go and speak to someone yeah, else. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's as simple as that. And like more and more I'm seeing stuff about like men's mental health and the suicide rates and stuff like that, which is making me sad because I'm aware that it's happening so much, but I'm also happy about the fact that I'm seeing it so much because people are actually talking about it yeah. and it's actually people are making a difference. Yeah. And like we said originally, if this can, can help one person then you know, we've done our, done our job kind of thing. And if anyone has helped me. And the, and the truth is it like tell anyone. Yeah. You know, like the minute you open up about it, it's the start of getting better. Yeah, definitely. It's fucking as simple as that. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. It doesn't have to take like a whole meltdown trying to stab people up on the train. No. And don't do that. Yeah. It's yeah, not the answer. Stab up on the train. It's really not the answer. No. Well, thank you, everybody. That's our hour and a bit. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, uh, Listen, watch, share, yeah, subscribe. and subscribe, and buy a t-shirt. Leave a review. Yeah, buy, yeah. buy a t-shirt. Leave a review, buy a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, actually, Boston. Boston can see it, unlucky listeners. Yeah, yeah. You can hear it, look. Yeah, you can uh, <laughs> You can uh, see him on Legally Assertive, or on our Facebook page. Yeah, on Here Boston. Or uh, on our Insta page. But uh, if you're in Boston, buy a t-shirt. We, we ship. Yeah. We will ship. Yeah, you'd look amazing in this, AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps. Maybe we should. I oh, might get some caps done as well eventually. Yeah, I was thinking get some little badges. Anyway, yeah, badges be nice. Take care, everyone. Love and respect to one and all. Big up your bad selves. Big up. See ya. Bye. 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 catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.